welcome to Coffee Bites, the show where we take nibbles of data and information and discuss them over coffee. I'm Sam, this is Miles, and today we have a very special guest, our editor and my wife, Danny. Hello. Danny is here because the three of us are all sitting in the same room, and it felt wrong. <laughs> it felt like this felt wrong to be an episode that she's not part of it because we've been wanting to get her on the show for a while, and now I feel like this is this would have been the perfect opportunity, so we're all here. We are all, in fact, in the same room. Miles flew out to California for uh, Danny's birthday, actually, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Is a little bit of a story time episode, a little bit of a, a little bit of a recounting a of this of a, weekend. A after dark throwback episode, it feels like. Yeah, a little bit. Not it's quite three o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, it's, it's three o'clock. <laughs> These two drink quite a bit of soju at Korean barbecue for lunch, but we'll... which is actually the same thing as after dark because I drank a ton of soju before the after dark episode. Yes, that's yeah, I right. Like, I have bottles. We're only at three this time, so we're we're all good. So we're actually yeah, just repeating history. Yeah, those three of us. It's as if we learned nothing, right, Wonton? Wonton's also here with us, but he's not going to say anything because... Oh. oh, he did. All right, so yeah. Well, I guess first off, we have to like... We did technically drink a coffee in preparation for this. We did, and then four and a half hours went by. Yeah. And now we're recording. But what was it? It was like a... It was a blue... Blueberry... It was a blueberry three ships single origin. Um, really good. Really good. Uh, it came out a few months ago. And I have immediately after trying it in person, I got three or four bags of it and I brought it all back with me to uh, DC. And I have had two of the bags sealed in airtight containers until the past week where I broke my bag open. And then in packing for this trip, I saw the extra bag. I'm like, I need to bring this with me because it's it probably is the favorite coffee I've ever had from three ships. It has such a delicate note to it at the end. You like the sitting feel of it. You get this slight taste of blueberry, which I love blueberries. So the fact that they were able to put that into a coffee and it fits so perfectly in the entire mouth, just, I, I had to bring it. I had to get as many as I could and I had to bring it over given the chance. I'm really glad that you did too because it was like really good. It was pretty, pretty incredible. We did you know, mocha pot like normal. You get to have a mocha pot. I like the mocha pot a lot. I don't know. First time? Probably not. First time having a mocha pot. Not really? First time. I've made them for other people. I have never tried one. Huh. Okay. So. Cool. Well, I'm glad you got to experience that, what I've been drinking. But yeah, I think we can just kind of hop right into this. This is a going to be, I don't know how long this is going to be. This is going to be an adventure. It's going to be something. It's a story. Stories sort of evolve as they go. So yeah, so like starting just from the beginning, you know, we, we grabbed Miles, flew out Thursday night, um, we picked him up from the airport, just fought and screamed through LA traffic. <laughs> Uh, grab some they probably in and out. sat in that line for like an hour trying well, to yeah you're all, it wasn't terrible it wasn't terrible lax was probably the worst i've ever seen it in terms of traffic like it was a madhouse i mean it was a thursday night i don't know what i expected to be different apparently everyone's flying yeah. on thursdays for some unknown reason but yeah i don't know it was just like a, a total pain but once we got you you almost actually got flattened by a, a maintenance van that's okay which was like because miles is like oh man i'll just jump in the car and he's like strutting with a suitcase in his backpack, and then this maintenance van comes hauling by us, almost flattens him, and then he just kind of looks at it like nothing ever happened, and then just gets in the car. I thought I had a little bit more than like the half an inch I did between me and the truck. It was pretty scary. Pretty uneventful drive back. We got in and out, just like that was cool. And then, Animal uh, style, which oh, is very man. good. I haven't had that before. I normally just get the uh, the protein with the like the lettuce wrap mm -hmm. cheeseburger. Yeah, but um, it's been some time since you've been out to California, Miles. I mean, not including the wedding because that was just kind of like a fly in, do the I, wedding, yeah. fly I'm out. I'm hard on the belief that Northern California is a different state than LA. It really, it feels might like as it well is, be. It might as well be. So this is this is where I grew up. 
like where we were hanging out universal and where i got picked up i i spent the first 12 years of my life there so it was a fun fun time to get to revisit that area yeah but we got back and the fun fact is you know miles you're allergic to cats i am i'm so, surprisingly well right now yeah i mean we, we we had some claritin on tap for you we were ready with that and wonton has more or less been your shadow the entire time we've been here so i'm kind of surprised you're not as uh allergenic i should be like six feet underground sneezing but i only sneezed like three times on the first night yeah and i was trying to stifle them as much because i don't know how light sleepers you are not at so all. i was just laying on the couch just like uh, trying my best to make these quiet sneezes happen he also seems to really like your suitcase and your shoes for some reason those specifically he has not stopped smelling since you've been here he is very dog-like though yeah. he does he walked up and sniffed me the first thing he did that's normally just like butt their heads against you and scratch you with like their back. Now he sniffed. He really is an entity instead of a cat. Yeah, he's somewhere in between. But uh, yeah, so the whole reason that Miles came out is because it was Danny's birthday last week. And the big part of the birthday gift was that we were, we took a trip to Universal Studios Hollywood and spent two days at the park, which was like awesome experience great time danny has been to universal florida and she went for two weeks i have yeah. no <laughs> clue how you you spent two weeks there but two days was like the perfect amount of time I feel you were like. also six i was 16 my brother was 14 so it was a little bit of a different experience just because the young teenage mind is i guess a lot more imaginative <laughs> than the adult I, mind i guess more energy that's like they can the walk thing. for longer periods of time and not feel it oh my god let my me legs. tell you my legs and my back are still very very angry so messed up yeah but um yeah so that was a pretty awesome experience that's probably what to be the bulk of this this episode is just me kind of talking about our experience there and the trip in general so uh danny why universal let's start there i think um i've, I've been to disney world um when i was like six so Disney felt a lot more child childish in a sense than Universal just because yeah. Universal seemed to be more like teenager themed like because the one in Florida had like the Hard Rock Cafe Hotel and me and my brother really liked that hotel even though it wasn't the one that we stayed in and we felt that we connected to a lot of the the worlds a lot more than we would have Disney like because you know the princesses and the princes and all is, is one thing but being able to go to Hogwarts or in this case Mario like because Super Nintendo Land opened last month so we finally got an experience to go and actually like be around a video game that we grew up with it was just more of a no-brainer in choosing to go there than Disney even though I still like Disney a lot. Yeah, I mean, we've been looking forward to this trip for quite some time. I feel like we had decided that this was going to be the path, like what we were going to do for your birthday for probably like the better part of like maybe like half a year. Like we put some a lot of thought into this. This was going to happen. So you also both have never been here or uh, yeah. to the one in Florida. So I, think I, just, that would I be went fun. to the one in universe. I've been to the one here when I was like 12. So I don't know if that counts, but I only remember something about terminator terminator and that wasn't even there it might not have even been there it, it I just remember was. terminator rides somewhere they must have replaced it with something yeah. because i mean there was a lot of other i know that universal hollywood was supposed to be kind of like a, a a copy of the florida park even though they're both vastly different because the florida park is a little bit bigger but 
there was still a lot less attractions than I expected there to be. Wouldn't the Florida park be a copy of the Hollywood park? Technically, but I feel like they're trying to... I, the, the Florida park has a lot more just because there's more than one park that you have to pay for. Yeah, there's more space. There's so also there's, just a lot of land in Florida. Yeah, there's the, the Universal Studios Florida or whatever that one's called. And then there's Islands of Adventure. And then there's the Volcano Bay water park that they're actually closing. But now, apparently in like 2025, they're opening an entirely new park. Called like the Universal Epic Universe. When are we going? 2025. Seems like I swear to God, no more more rides. (laughs) One thing to probably put into context is I am like very stingently, almost to the point of saying anti theme park slash amusement park person. I don't know. I've never, I've been to like Disney, I've been to Six Flags, I've been to Hershey now. I've been to quite a few and I just like Legoland. Legoland was fun as a. Super. No matter what age of guy you are, Legoland will always hit differently. Yeah, it's just like I have never really been an enjoyer of theme parks, but this was still a pretty enjoyable experience. Mostly probably just because the company you keep. You know, I would not a million years to go and do any of these parks by myself. This was like I don't think I would ever do it either. Because I know Sam, you don't really like rides. Nope. So. Having another person to be like, "Come on, Sam, just get on the ride." Was I was, was I was a bit yeah, I was a bit buggy. Like, "How oh, you want to do it, Sam? Come on, come on." Well, I feel it like didn't the, work. the only ride that <laughs> you guys actually one. bugged me about was the one I didn't do. That which, is true. That you know that ended up being a good thing anyway because you guys said it would have been bad anyway. Have, yeah, you know. He's talking like, hey, do you want to get in this little ride. car and just get shot through the dark? No, yeah, not perfect. in the slightest. <laughs> it's so much fun. We wound not up going on that what three times, Miles? Three times, yeah. It, it was fantastic. That la- the last time we went on it, the line was probably like 15 minutes, which it's didn't crazy. feel right because every time prior it had been like at least an hour. Worth yeah, of they even said it was going to be a 50 minute wait. And then we walked almost all the way to the front of the line in like five minutes. And that was supposed to be our time eater. Like we were supposed, yeah. to, we were supposed to go there to eat up time. Actually, before we go into that, do you want to walk through like day by day what we did? So we actually probably could look in. a good structure. For yeah, that. we could also say that first off, we invited Miles because on a whim, me and Miles were playing the Hogwarts Legacy game, and so then fun. decided, oh, oh that's cool. That's well, sorry, I can't say it's fun. <laughs> that's controversial. <laughs> we were playing a game that we were playing... happened to be in the Hogwarts universe. It doesn't apply any beliefs or any sort of, you know. There you go. Gotta put the disclaimer in there. Disclaimer. We both really like Harry Potter and the world that exists within those books at the very least. And so on a whim, I was like, you want to come to Universal with us? And he was like, hell yeah. And lo and behold, a few months later, here we are. Like a two months later, I think? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was very spontaneous at the end there, but I'm really glad that it happened. But we got there and we originally decided let's just straight go to Hogwarts and just like see that because neither Sam or Miles had been there. And I really just was so excited for them to see it. I think it was pretty close to the entrance too. It was. It was really the, first the first thing we got to that wasn't like the terrifying minion land or oh the God. world. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this. That was scary minion. looking. The minions stared at us at the road. No, thank you. Giant minion. There was like a parking garage on the back of the Despicable Me section of Universal that just has a gigantic cardboard. I don't even know if it's cardboard. It's probably like billboard material cutout of a minion staring down the freeway as you're driving through la it watches you and it's really the most terrifying thing that was there oh wait first jurassic parking jurassic parking jurassic parking is where we parked day one that was that's a great little great little pun it was a 
very top tier pun. It made us really remember where the hell we were because like, better than ET, which is just like, <laughs> e. just like oh, phone, phone home. home. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I remembered it. I also feel like, yeah, like they didn't try to pull any good puns out of the other parking areas because there was like Woody Woodpecker and Curious Garage instead yeah. of George. It was like, oh, nice, okay. Um, but Hogwarts was pretty cool, I even for cool. a non. I wouldn't say I'm not a Harry Potter fan. But the I'm not first Hogwarts experience we had was the definitely the lesser of the two. So we we ended up going back at a later point. I think yeah. the first one should see like see the hey this place is real. First time going there, I'm yeah. like oh this is this is pretty cool. And I was like, I think I was like seventy percent convinced that this was such a fun place to be. Mm-hmm. But the later experience just hammered just how cool it can be. Yeah, so. we got we got butter beer. As one does. And we also like got alcohol put in there. See, because we got, we're all adults. We got shots of Jameson. Experience. Yeah, we whiskey. Up. We we won up the butter beer. It was really good. Um It was great. I honestly don't think it was enough difference from just the normal to make it worth how much we paid for it. Yeah. No, but it, it got you a little loose for the rest of the yeah. thing. Yeah, well, was... originally before before we got the butter beer anyway, we went through the castle. Did that run? We did the the Hogwarts, I think it's called the Forbidden Journey. We did that ride, and that was the that was kind of the the tester because I have very severe motion sickness, and so I took a bunch of medicine before, and I was like super nervous to make sure that like we'd be able to have a good time the whole time. Thankfully, it was perfectly fine. Sam actually enjoyed it and asked later on in the trip to go on it again. I think that was a big surprise for me. I'm like, yeah, Sam's asking for a ride. We go. Yeah, exactly. That's why we were like, absolutely, we're going right now. But it was it was really cool for for me kind of to feel like I was showing Miles the the castle when we were walking through oh, it because so cool. that one I will say was an exact replica from the one that I had been on when I was sixteen and so it was so cool to just experience walking around through there after we had read the books watched the movies played the game all of the above I think everything made me like it more like yeah. I feel like all the time you feel like okay. It might be a bit of a letdown, like, oh, it might be just like this cheesy amusement park. No, it's so cool. Yeah, because I, I think, Sam, that's what you were thinking when you came into this, right? Like, I wasn't saying it was an actual like a surprise, per se, because, I mean, that's kind of what Universal is famous for. But, I mean, it was it was nice. It was definitely more enjoyable than a normal amusement park because you, you actually get to like, kind of be a little more immersed. And then the lines are also built into the attractions. So the yeah, like, going was- through the lines, you <laughs> sort of feel like you're walking the journey. That did make waiting an hour and a half for a three-minute ride bearable. Yeah. I think the first one we went on was like a thirty-five-minute wait, which was like ungodly. We were like it was, it was. We were very spoiled. Pretty spoiled, yeah. And then there was a very small. I think it was like thirty seconds long. Not, probably not. Not even. even. It, was a it was. It was the flight of the hippogriff from Hagrid's like Hagrid's hut. Yeah, Hagrid's yeah, from, hut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from three prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Um. That that line was about an hour. For about a 30, 30 second ride. <laughs> I immediately broke the no hands and arms inside a vehicle on the second ride. I reached back I mean, for a fist bump, right but then the I realized end. at the end that, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. It was right at the end. Like, we had just stopped moving. We were just waiting to pull back into the station. Like, we, we were fine. I didn't it, put myself yeah. in danger, but I still broke the rules. It was it was an actual roller coaster, though, which was the only one that was in the park, I will say, outside, because oh, yeah. the, the tracks, you could see, like, a normal, like... If you were to go to a, a carnival or a boardwalk and there's that dragon roller coaster that just goes around in a circle the entire time and is really painful yeah. to sit in. <laughs> it was just kind of like that, it felt like, but there was two turns instead of one. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, see. would not go to that again. No, I, I wouldn't. If I could if that. I could take the time we put on that to go do something else, I would have. Yeah. But yeah. it was a good experience to at least do it once. Yeah. So right after we did those two rides, we decided we wanted to walk around kind of window shop and 
decided to go get the the alcoholic butter beer, had that, and then wandered our way down towards the other section of the park. Well, we bought which... your wands. Did we get the Did wands? Did we get the wands then? Yes. We either got wands. We got your wands then. We got the wands then. Oh, yeah, because we never returned. We didn't return to Hogwarts till the The later night time, yeah. We held on to them all day. A few kids got smacked with wands. Miles, Miles had <laughs> very kindly bought me a wand for, for my birthday. And so me and him were walking around. Breaking the soul of the cashier. I I don't <laughs> feel bad for that. He was a Hufflepuff. He, he asked for it. For those of you who don't know, uh, Danny and I are both not Hufflepuffs. So we have no allegiance to the big puff society. He's a Slytherin leaning Ravenclaw while I am a Ravenclaw leaning Slytherin. I don't believe that you're a Ravenclaw. You went <laughs> too quickly to dark magic in the Harry Potter game to be a Ravenclaw. The second the dark magic was unlocked, you're like, oh, all these people are falling. <laughs> but I bought I bought Dumbledore's wand from Fantastic Beasts, and Miles bought Cedric's wand because he died. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like, oh, another, another Hufflepuff. I'm like, no, I just like this one because it's dead. And he just sort of looked at me like, it was a little bit more quiet after that. Yeah. That was, I think Danny made the line, that was the, the pure test of the customer is always right in that guy's I feel mind. Like his, I think his response was something along the lines of, well, I guess no one joins Slytherin by choice or something like that. Is No, that like, was one of the other conductors who was roasting me for being a yeah, Slytherin. Yeah, you're just, you're just I like, got yeah, caught for being a bad Slytherin. person. You got a couple people for sure, like especially the gift shop employees. They were like <laughs> all over we you. We don't want Slytherins in our He's lines. Like, my, my shop line. doesn't serve here. Slytherin. <laughs> we were in Mario Land also for that yeah, one. Yeah. It was, I was so far removed, it's still getting hate. No, but after, after we bought the the wands we we, tra- we traveled out of the harry potter land and down to the other lower section of the park which was where kind of more the I, w- I would say thrill rides were because there was the big jurassic world log flume like splash mountain ride as well as this ride that's called the revenge of the mummy which was me and miles's favorite by far 100 favorite and then transformers and the entrance to the new nintendo world which we didn't know at the time but required a virtual line reservation so if anyone's thinking about going to universal make sure that you know that you need to actually reserve a spot to get inside of a section of the park if you don't have express pass because we kind of stood there in question for a little while trying to figure it out eventually got in later but it took a little bit and also if you want to eat there you got to reserve that too way in advance or at least at least the beginning of the day you at the beginning of the day you can choose a time but that thing fills up quick at least for now when we were there but no mario land is kind of Another one of the reasons why we were like pushing to go because it had like just opened. But also, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. It was like a hassle and a half to get into. Oh my god, yes, it was it was a struggle to get into that. But the 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 addition itself was pretty cool. Um, we found the hidden Pikmin statues. So if you end up if anyone listening to this ends up going, you have to find the Pikmin that are floating around somewhere somewhere in the in the in the the new area. But um, I think we found out there's like one ride that is advertised there are apparently a couple other things to do but they're kind of like gate kept they are hard gate kept behind it, like i was the reading the article and it was it was saying that like you could play the you games you could play them but they're not there's no use to but there's no reason there's no collection yeah. aspect of it we're not that one guy with the some with the freaking mid maxing maxing of the amusement park i don't know um how many people know about universal or like have been there or anything but there's these things that are called power bands that you can buy for the nintendo world which allows you to like punch the question blocks or collect coins and compete in challenges to get higher on the leaderboard. And it's really just a point of getting higher on the leaderboard. There's no other 
reason to to have that. But most of the games that were there were actually gate kept by the power bands because you have to unlock keys by getting enough wins on a game to be able to even enter. I think it was Bowser Jr.'s dungeon or something like that. And we had, me and Miles had both been like, oh, let's go over there and then gotten pulled away to do something else just because there was so many other things happening. But we wouldn't have been able to go in there at all if we didn't have oh, yeah. the power uh, band. Yeah, that was interesting that they kind of gatekept a lot of that new area behind a $40 wristband. There was one ride, though, that was not wristband. Yeah, gatekept. it was the Mario Kart, but we waited in line for a grand total of, what, like two uh, hours? 180 minutes? Yeah, something like that. Was the line queue? We ended up waiting like two, two and, and, and a half, half hours. And I, I'm going to say I really liked it, but it wasn't, I don't think it was worth it. two and a half hours. In line. The line was super organized until you got to the end, and then it was just mob rule. Yeah. I mean, the tech was super cool too, though, because oh, yeah. instead cool of like the 3D glasses like you'd normally get at Universal, you got a Mario headpiece, and then on the ride itself was like an AR cover in front of your face that snapped to the Mario headpiece. Yeah. So it was like it was very very advanced in comparison to the other rides that were there. And yeah, to talk about the tech on this tech podcast for a second, yeah, it was very <laughs> impressive. Like. They have a lot of very impressive technology and it's very it's not really surprising because it's you know, Universal Studios, um, but it's like very impressive. Seamless. Yeah, very seamless. Mario Kart specifically was AR altered reality where you actually were seeing things, but there were there were using these screens that were attached to your little visor uh, you were wearing. You could they were able to layer, I guess the simplest way to put it would be like holograms almost onto your field of vision. Yeah, so you were yeah, you were seeing things that weren't actually there in your perception of reality and you could interact with them as such. And it was pretty cool. That was already on top of another screen behind. Yeah. It, the yeah. Background. Like already on top of, but I mean, actually like a lot of the things that we were seeing, there was a lot of very, there's a lot of physical stuff in that ride that Danny made a point of this afterwards that it's kind of a shame that you were focused so much on the AR itself. The things that you were like these holograms that you weren't actually able to fully appreciate the, like quite a bit of um practical prop work that was we done went for that Rainbow ride. Road. We went through Bowser's man uh, Bowser's castle, like the the two separate staircases that are moving at the same time. We went through that. Yeah, through the staircases? Yeah. yeah it was pretty and we cool. We went through Luigi's mansion. I didn't too. remember that we went through Rainbow Road until you just said it. That's the only time I remember that Rainbow Road actually existed. There was we went through like a majority of the popular like tracks that you could play on in the mario kart games mm -hmm. as well as just having the ability to like collect the question blocks and get the shells to then shoot at those holograms but danny danny, smoked us. <laughs> danny just turned like on some like inner like mario minutes. kart vr experience god mode and just destroyed all of us but i think like a, th a, a trend that goes through most of the universal rides is like this uh technology of faking it was almost faking roller coasters for the most part because you are sitting in a seat that is for the most part not moving it's like it's moving spinning. you it's moving you in the space so you're moving up down tilting spinning but you're not actually moving too much in in terms of going from one point to another point in space they are achieving that mostly through the use of these massive wraparound screens that is playing a moving video that is it is it is 
surprisingly effective at tricking your mind into thinking you are going at high speeds. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're already in motion for the first part. And with all of the lines being themed as they are, you're already immersed in the environment that you're in. Yeah, but it's it's more to the point. What I'm the point I'm trying to make is like the technology of it's it's tricking your brain into thinking that you are moving at a high rate of speed. Yeah. To to kind of emulate that thrill you get on a roller coaster without having to build out miles of track. Like they're able, because like you, especially with the Harry Potter, you made this point where it's like this whole ride, we have essentially traveled in a small circle, just kind of like gone in front of four screens interluded by moving in front of like some props. But it felt like you've traveled a great distance because you're there these how well they've mixed the screens with the prop work with the movement of like because your chair is kind of like on a robotic arm it's so seamlessly paired with the video and the movement of the arm and the prop work it's felt like you've traveled a great distance when in reality you've maybe in some of the rides not even moved like 20 or 30 feet yeah but it feels like you get more of a roller coaster experience than the actual roller coaster they had there in at least in the Harry Potter world. So it's it was I do have to appreciate the technology that they were able to pull off there with the like the you know doing great effort to trick your brain into feeling like you are moving at a higher speed than you actually are. Mario Kart not so much. That was more you knew that you were moving at a slow speed because um, it's not like what we were seeing in our little visors was tricking our brain into thinking we're moving fast. That was more just adding thing. But Harry Potter, um, the Transformers one especially, that was really good. Whereas the Transformers you, one was super built out. Like the yeah. plotline walking up to the ride, there was like a yes. story being told out that you then engaged with in the ride. I think it was different than the, the Harry Potter and in this case, like the mummy. Yeah. Because Emo, yeah. <laughs> the mummy was a... F- actual roller coaster the the transformers ride was different in the way that everything that was happening on the screen we had 3d glasses on yeah, it we were sitting budget. in a, a bench that was like five people wide in a car and the whole the whole plot was we're escaping I mean, Megatron. people loose yeah yeah the oh bench didn't really yeah. go down that bouncing far. around in the transformers right what made that one so fun was that it felt so much more reactive to the actual like story that was being told on those screens that like something would fly at us and we'd feel the heat from the engine of the so, car mm-hmm. coming at yeah. us or the wind from getting sucked inside of this big like i don't even know garbage disposal thing yeah, yeah. the the one that gets hit with a ra- the transformer that gets hit with, the, with a rail gun on top of a pyramid you get sucked into that thing's mouth and then you feel oh, yeah. that yeah you it's get a it's, missile shot at you and you feel the heat of the missile exploding that was pretty cool mm-hmm. especially with the 3d effect yeah it was it was very well immersive and mm-hmm. it, it was like it felt fast paced, even though we weren't probably moving faster than like five miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to like. That's the point I was making there for certain is like the technology that they use to trick your brain into feeling like you're on like a like a roller coaster when they don't need to have like the space that say Six Flags has. Well, then do you want to talk about a roller coaster mile? The mummy? You want to talk about the mummy? The one exception <laughs> to this rule, yes. The mummy is so much fun. I don't know what it is. The first time I'm like, I didn't remember it much. I think I've been on something similar in the past, but I, I don't know for certain. Um, It spooked me a lot the first time because it, uh, it starts off really slow and you're like, oh, we're just going to be like a lazy river through like an Egyptian tomb. And then all of a sudden you go from nothing to all of the speed all of the time. <laughs> 
they then slammed the entire cart still to the point on the last ride, the last time we went on it, we watched some guy's head almost smack the dashboard in front of him. And then you go backwards at the same speed through the entire track again. It is. It's 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 awesome. <laughs> it is so much fun, but it is a chaotic ride. It, it follows the story of uh, the Mummy movies, like the the With really Brandon Fraser. Yeah, and it's called Revenge of the Mummy. And the whole the whole point is to escape the tomb of Emotep. Emotep. And they waiting in the line. It says the things over and over and over again to make sure people know what's going on. But we heard about the curse hundreds of times. Hundreds. And so at the, by the time we left, me and Miles memorized the whole little like saying, so we could just say Emotep over and over and yeah, over again. The, we I probably thought, annoyed the people on the ride. The last one we were walking onto the car, just going Emotep, and the guy next to us had definitely never been on it before he was just sort of looking a little confused like, what's going on with these two that is the one that i didn't do i got to sit in the back rooms while they while they went oh yeah wait what were the back rooms like because you said it was a spookiness like most of the time i would just kind of shuffle th- all the way through the car to like get to the other side where you exit and then i'd walk out because you know i want to like hang out with them when they were in these hour plus lines to get on the ride but i'm not actually gonna ride the very first time though they're like all right so they they're like we'll take you out this like, way so we t- they took me just immediately to the left and then there's just this door hidden like camouflaged into the wall and i open the door and i step into this like little stairwell where there's something it's called a child switch in universal every ride has one where you can like when you when parents have a small child but the parents want to do the ride the child's too small too one parent can stay with the child in this little like waiting area and then they switch so <laughs> I open this door and immediately forward is like this rainbow walled like playroom with like a bunch of little kids like jumping around and a bunch of parents sitting there with like freaking dead eyes and then a stairwell. So I just took the stairwell and then there's another door that just opens straight up to the like where the people coming off the ride come up the stairs and they're just right there. And I'm just like that. This was like literally getting shoved into the back room. This is the oddest thing ever because there's no branding. There's nothing. Like how like how we've been talking about the lines leading up to these rides are so immersive and they build out these worlds. And then this is just like an, a blank, empty hallway with just LED, like the flickering LED lights. I'm just like, OK, this is weird. Walk up the stairs, met you guys. Always amazed at how short that ride is because I like it's get fast. I get to where I'm going. I sit down and then I look at my phone two minutes later. They came walking up I'm like, oh. Wow. Okay. The, the best was the first time we came out of the ride. Sam's sort of crouched in this corner, kneeled down on his phone. My first thought was like, did he just get fired from work? Because he yeah. looked like some I was horrible news. Intensely... Well, I don't know. Okay, which one was it? I was weird. This weird thing where it's like I started getting a ton of emails. Uh, well, I think the first one started where I got a notification that an Amazon package was arriving at my house. I'm like, that's weird because I didn't order anything. So I was like looking into that. I'm like, oh, shoot, is this like spam? I'm like, all right, well, I guess I can just ignore that. And then I got like two more emails saying like, hey, this package is arriving and this package is arriving. I'm looking at them like, no, this is like UPS's official email. Like this isn't a spam email. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, why am I getting these notifications if I didn't order anything? And we figured it out like someone had uh, actually it was it was either Miles. It was either you or something my parents sent me. I don't remember which one it was talking about. But like someone else had sent something to our house. And for some reason, UPS had a gotten a hold of my email and B was emailing me about this package, even though I was not the one who originally bought it or sent it, which is like, I don't know. I've never had that happen before. It was very weird. But uh, 
I guess that's something UPS does now. I don't really Never know that to what me. the deal was with that. Yeah, that was kind of weird because I also got like a spam phishing kind of text. Yeah, that was phishing like UPS, UPS text delivered. all the time. Yeah, but that one broke through my uh, my spam detection on Google Pixel. So I get the spam from uh, the California's voters. Oh, they think I'm named Viet. V-I-E-T, because I have a California area code. So I get I get notices of every like California election, every California vote. Yeah. Trying I, to convince me, like, guys, I, I live in too. Virginia. I'm about as far away as I can be. I get so many freaking texts about all that. Thankfully, most of them go to the, just the spam folder immediately. But yeah, like the first day was pretty fun. We did the studio tour, which is studio like a must. Was super that was cool. so cool. That was really that cool. guy who had to get out to go pee in the middle oh of our ride. God. Also, the freaking girl behind us going bleep it. Bloopity bloop. Anytime anything on the tour would Did happen, you hear her? I didn't hear she her. would I keep she would keep saying it. Like the flash flood, for the example. Flash flood. Oh my she god. She would stare and she goes, blippity blabbity bloop. Blippity blabbity bloop. And then blippity when it would blabbity start, bloop. She'd be like, look, mom, look, I, I, did, I, did, I did it. I did it. I made it go. I did it. My magic worked. I didn't hear that at all, and I'm so thankful. I'm I would have I would have thrown hands. You can hear it in the videos that it I sent you. So annoying. There was a couple cool again, the screens for the Jurassic Park. Yeah, wait, wait, no, no, not Jurassic Park, uh, the King Kong, and then the Fast and the Furious, where it's like we got down to the studio tour first off, and it was like a twenty minute wait. So we were like, perfect, cool, we'll do this super quick in and out. We'll sit down for a little while. It's gonna. It turned out to be an hour long ride, yeah. And we were like, oh sweet, so this is actually gonna be like a tour. But then they gave us three D glasses. That was the and first was warning like, of bad things to happen. I was so confused. It was half tour, half experience. The, the tour, the reason when I realized it might not be a tour is when they had a, the open flame warning. <laughs> yeah. They're like, there are open flames here. Be careful. I'm like, You're what kind of a wet. tour are we going on? We if you have like motion propane. sickness, you shouldn't go on this. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, I was like, smell. oh God, okay. But the fun part was when we got to the first kind of experience of like seeing how King Kong was made. And their whole studio tour ride section of that, that was included in a ride itself in Florida. Something very, very similar was a wait in line kind of experience like we had been doing up until that point. And it was just a very shortened version of that. But it was cool that it was included in a way. But in the same fact, there was a child, like an infant child in our car in the back. Yeah. And this ride was loud. This ride was rocking. This like, ride was rocking a lot. It was I very aggressive. I slammed into Sam like two times, probably like just threw my body against him. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm yeah. sorry. So I mean, it we was like the kid rock. would cry when we left. I could hear him crying and then he'd calm down. And every single time leading up after that, that we'd get to another room that was just completely dark. I'd hear the kids start whining and crying because he was scared. Yeah, like, poor guy. I mean, the last one on that tour, though, that was a reason to be sad. That was so bad. The Fast and Furious one. The Fast and Furious one. That just hurt bad. my ears. Like, it was just pain. You get to the point where the sound is so loud, you are no longer getting hit by discernible. T- like, you can't tell what it is. It is just a bl- like a wall of white noise. Yeah. It's, you know, it's too loud. It was super cool, though. We got to see props from, like, Jurassic Park, the Flintstones, Back to the Future. Got to see the R34 from Fast and Furious 2. Yeah, and then we even got to see, Sam and I had just watched the movie Nope, and we got to see Fry's 
van as well as the set pieces for the western town in that movie if you've seen the movie you'll know what we're talking about but yeah it was very cool just like hey we just we just we now watched this movie just watched this we were listening to a podcast about it going to pick miles up from the airport and now it's just here we can like see it in person some of the set pieces from there it was really that's cool. one of the really cool pieces about like having lived in la is that sometimes in movies you see something you're like i went to like lunch there like uh the movie i don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie we bought a zoo yeah yeah the restaurant they eat at I used to go there really all the time. And so I moved to Virginia and I saw that movie for the first time. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know exactly where they are. They're at Mexico City, the restaurant that I used to go to as a kid all the time. We'd go there after like my karate classes or whatever. It's right next to one of the grocery stores on near Yucca's. So that kind of a thing where you get to see a set of a movie that you've already seen. Something about that is almost magical. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I know something that people don't kind of like it's like, oh, it's like that moment of rec- recognition. And it's yeah. kind of weird because, like, you know, a lot of time movies are like, how do I say this? It's like, you know, even if you live in a movie, the movie takes place in Philadelphia and you live in Philadelphia, it's still going to feel foreign because most of the time they don't actually use a city for the city or like locations for locations. But sometimes you're just like, wait, hold up, hold, yeah. hold up. It's so-, so we had we had an action plan to the next day figure out to make a reservation to go to the toadstool cafe in the nintendo world because that was way way overbooked yeah because we didn't we read, didn't know <laughs> we didn't read up on it that we had to reserve way too far in advance which a like, good thing we did because even with a reservation it took us like two hours to get in but we'll we'll get to that in a bit but after after that we we decided as well that we were gonna do the the jurassic park ride the next day because that was a water ride and we had already gotten a bunch of souvenirs and a ton of bags a ton mm-hmm. of bags and it would have just been a bad idea so we decided to do that the next day idea. so we went back to um we went back to harry potter world and miles again bought me a birthday present which That's was all part of the plan the cloak for Ravenclaw, as well as the scarf for Ravenclaw. So I was completely decked out. I helped too. You did, you did. I'm 100% helped out. I, I was completely decked out with the robe and the wand and the scarf. And then he bought himself a, a robe as well. So if we made... I'm going to look like an idiot with a robe on, someone else is joining me. We're going Absolutely. down to ship together. <laughs> so we made we made the, the idea to go around and take pictures at the castle at night we took half the photos before the robes though which is yeah. the only sad part but looking at the pictures that we got they're they're spicy they're pretty we good took, we took a lot of i think we took the majority of photos with the robes well we the took the good, good lighting ones. photos without the robes and then yeah, yeah. and then google saved us with google their, their pixel camera did its best to pull the light out of nothing because it got dark fast yeah. But I think I think we went back to Hogshead. That was that was the best memory. Honestly, hundred yeah. percent best memory of that trip was like that one booth in Hogshead, chilling at that booth with Butterbeer. That's like that's almost core memory levels of just like enjoyment of just chilling somewhere and doing absolutely nothing. And then we were like, screw it, let's run around and take really cool like we're actually in Hogwarts Hogwarts pictures. So me and Miles and Sam went back to the the Harry Potter ride itself. There was only like a fifteen minute wait. There was no one in line, and so we to get through that line. we took so many pictures without anyone around inside the castle. It was absolutely like we went out the emergency exit at one of them. That that was closed later on the next day. <laughs> they caught on to they us. They caught on to us. What if there was like a sensor or something? Somebody was looking at the security cameras, like, why are these people taking photos out of the security? Like, there's a castle behind them, but they choose the one blue light that's on the ground to take a photo with. 
on our way up the castle. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. And then we went to the rest of the castle. Like, oh, I see what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times that we confused people because we would not follow how because it was like that late at night. There was no one in line. No. So none of like the traditional people moving like barriers, like the maze that they do to like get the more most amount of people in a line in one room at once. We would not follow that traditionally because we wanted to get good photos. We jumped over and so many of those. A rails. lot of people were very confused because they started to follow us as if that was the correct way to go about the line. Yeah. And we had to just keep pulling them like, I am so sorry. We are just taking photos. The it's line nighttime. We're nerds. We're Harry Potter nerds. We're taking photos. I'm sorry. Just continue on. Yeah. Follow through with your day. No, I think I think the Harry Potter world is still obviously my favorite just because that's more my speed. But Nintendo was very, very close. Like yeah. going into that park, I my brain was very tricked with seeing real life looking like the style of the video game. Like I was blown away. Like I really didn't expect it to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But it was like the the feeling of coming out of like the little green pipe and seeing exactly what you think you would see going into a Mario game it was it was wild and the electronics that they had there too to keep like all of the the goombas walking back and forth and the coins spinning the coin spinning was the so plant, very satisfying like, to watch they were so it was so cool yeah and that's something we got to do really more in earnest i feel like we got to really experience i don't say actually we get to experience more we get to experience the cafe on saturday because armed with the knowledge that we actually had to get a reservation we were ready crack of dawn reserved the spot and then got our virtual reservation i guess if we had actually gotten in before the virtual reservation we would have not been able to leave the whole day yeah we would have been stuck there forever but yeah we did the jurassic park ride while we waited which was pretty cool till the very end probably didn't tell about but I will say me and Miles made a bet when we went on the mummy ride for the third time ourselves. Sam, I know he doesn't like roller coasters or anything like that, but I had made the bet of Sam is not going to be very happy. Sam is probably going to scream at the end of the Jurassic Park or the Jurassic World ride because it is a little bit of a steep drop. Uh, and a little bit of the steep drop is like two or three degrees off of straight down. No, oh, you yeah. can't do that. You'd fly forward. It's a water ride. It was it's pretty steep, steep it's though. It's steep. It was it's steep. just not like two degrees off the road. <laughs> Freaking like 15 degree drop. But he did good. He did really good from what I expected. Yeah. He was a little nervous. It was like and... a 40 degree drop. 45. No It was way. like that. It, was, it felt Maybe steep. 30 degrees. Oh. It was yeah, maxed maybe, down, maybe 30. Maxed 30. Maybe 30. I really enjoyed the fact that they had this like section of the Megalodon. The Mosasaurus. The Mosasaurus. Yes. Thank you. Being seen. So like as if we were underwater, there were screens 12 feet high on both. Easy more 12, than that. Like more than, than 12. Um, on, like, there was like six panels on both sides of us that showed like a tank. And then the mega, uh, the, what is it? Mosasaurus. The Mosasaurus. big fish. Yeah, big the fish. Big we'll call fish. it big fish now. The big, big dinosaur fish was swimming around on both sides. And when its tail would like come up out of the water at the top of the screens, water would splash down from up there and hit us as if it was actually there. And it happened on both sides. At the end of that section, it like cracks the glass and then you get like the little mist sprayed at you. And it was it was it was super cool because I didn't expect that to happen on a water ride. 
you know, like the electronics just, I don't know. It was very involved. And then there was one point where I thought we were going underneath a waterfall. Um, I was fully convinced that we were about to get soaked and then we turned the last second. So that was a I narrow mean, crisis avoided. I did not want to get our water. Our cloaks and wands wet. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get dunked in water. Sam took the blow for all of us. Yeah. Was, yeah Sam was, was on the outside. Closed. On all of the rides that we had a chance of getting water on us, I was always in the center row somehow. That was not yeah, my design. Really I just always course. ended up in the middle. <laughs> so like on the tour, both of these other two got hit with a bit. I maybe got like a drop on my forehead. I got more wet from the mummy ride than I did all the water rides we went on. The mummy, it like... There was like had, three drops uh, of water that hit had you maybe. It had skeleton hands through the ceiling coming down and reaching for you. And their like flesh was like dripping and like all... And that would drip on you. So it was like two drops of water. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So I guess... That's when, after that, that's when we were burning time. I guess we we waited for Starbucks for an hour. Oh, yeah, we don't have to talk about which that. Which was, like, miserable. We did get that coffee. Sucks. We just had black coffee. Like, please, for the love of God, if you are in a group, pay as a group. That was so, like, painful to watch. It would have been a 30-minute wait, or, like, a 25, oh, not 25, Actually, like, a 45-minute wait. Podcast. Let's review that coffee. It was it was black coffee. And it was drinking as coffee. fast it as it could. Medium roast black coffee is not great. It hit. It did what it needed to. It need. It did what it needed to do. It was an hour wait for a Starbucks small black coffee. Yeah, we finally got into Mario Land with the intention of getting into Toadstool Cafe at one. At, we had a reservation for one. Yeah, keep that in mind. We got there at twelve twenty-five. We got through our virtual reservation and then yeah. went to the gift shop. We bought some. I bought a one-up. No, it was a. Danny bought a little mushroom cup. It's a little power up mushroom that is a sippy cup, and it's really funny. It's really cute though. But it's the mushroom. I had to get it. We took some cool photos, um, and then we hopped in line at twelve fifty five for our yeah. one o'clock reservation, we as to we get were instructed to. Very, very. I wouldn't say forcefully, but very like <laughs> clearly. Twelve fifty five. Um, stand in this line. We're like, okay, they wouldn't let us go in it like a second. No, the guy earlier. knew us at the third time. I was trying to get. Oh yeah, really, he knew who we were. I mean, two, two, two completely decked out Hogwarts uniforms and oh, a, yeah, com- a black jacket. We were all wearing black, standing There's... in the sun in this. <laughs> so line. I'm pretty sure in we this all bright got Nintendo World exhaustion because it was definitely hotter Saturday than it was Friday. Yeah, um, I had a scarf on too. We how you survived with a scarf? Yeah. On. We sat in that line for about an hour. and It was like change. an hour and a half by the time we got to actually sit down inside. Yeah. But I completely understand why it took so long after having gone because it was an actual restaurant. Yeah. Like you went up, you ordered at the counter and you got a tray with one of those uh, vibrating number things. that and tried to beat the guy giving us a table. <laughs> And we go uh, see, and we had realize. to wait to get served, but Sam and Miles tried to duck through it, and the guy was like, "Well, for that, I'm gonna give you a table with wobbly legs." It's like, <laughs> my brother in Christ, I'm hungry. Who would expect a actual first full service restaurant to be found this deep in Universal Studios? But it was very efficient. They brought out our food probably five minutes after yeah, we sat was, down. Saw the happiest guy ever. Oh my yeah, god! He was that very dude was happy. having. It was, it was like he was eating by himself, and he got he like got himself two Princess Peach cupcakes, and he was living he his, was best being, life his best ever. life. They they designed all of the food in this restaurant to be specifically themed from like Mario World. So like we had the Mario burgers all around, like the all Mario three of us. Uh, shout out to Wonton Noodle Instagram. Wonton Noodle wearing the Wonton hat. It's Mr. Wonton Mr. Noodle. Mr. Wonton Noodle on Instagram. <laughs> 
but um yeah it was it was okay you know it was more for the experience than the actual quality of food but that's kind of to be expected yeah the garlic knots were like thick those were the thickest garlic <laughs> knots so i've ever weird. been yeah. into so garlic weird. mushroom heads garlic or something mushroom. yeah the burgers were acceptable they yeah. did what they needed to because mm-hmm. what did we do after we, after that we went back up to hogwarts had another butter had another beer. Butter beer. I requested another. I love the butter beer. It's yeah. so good. We rode the Harry Potter ride again. Oh yeah, that was when you asked to go and back on then that we ride. Hunted for a pin, and, and we lost Danny. lost Danny. Found Danny. Uh, dodged a bunch of loggers, and then left. Yeah, we actually saw one of the the Twitch streamers with one of those like gyrosphere, it's like, dude, like selfie on. sticks, and he was just holding up a Bowser like plushie and like for trouble. But yeah. It was it was definitely I'm glad we had the two days because I feel we would have felt rushed to make sure we got everything done in that first day. Mm-hmm. And we probably would have been a lot more exhausted than we were waking up this morning. I feel like with more planning, it could be done. Yeah. Especially with the Universal. I know Florida is bigger with Universal Studios Hollywood. I feel like there is truly in essence five or six things to do. Yeah. Probably. It's just waiting. We also didn't do three of the, the the electronic rides. We did not do The Simpsons. We did not do Despicable Me and we did not do The Secret Life of Pets. Two of those are so, acceptable losses. I was going to say, yes. I was going to say, so in essence, the things that we wanted to end up doing, we could have done in two day, one day. It's a good thing that we didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I will say The Simpsons is just a big screen where you sit in a car staring at it. You don't move anywhere. I know that Despicable Me is very similar to Transformers, but it's not as like interactive. And I have no idea what the Secret Life of Pets was. I mean, so yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. Drive home was easy. Yeah, that was probably the most gra- uh, graceful. You, LA your body passed out. Your I mind think was I awake. Snoring at one point. Mm, Did no, I? No, you were fine. I felt like I was snoring. My mind was fully conscious. My body just was out i think that the heat really hit me in that car at home yeah no but it was it was unforgettable experience for sure and i'm very happy that you were able to come out miles i'm happy that i was able to it was a great experience it was a really fun trip then we ended the end of the day at a pub had some uh dinner mm-hmm. that was pretty chill it wasn't hogshead booth levels but <laughs> it, it will never still, be hogshead booth level pretty good i was just a bit ton chatting got back what happened after the pub i don't really Wonton remember attacked we just kind of hung Wonton went nuts. Yeah. Wonton was pretty zoomy when we got home. We just kind of talked about random, random stuff like for another. keyboards a lot last night. We, we essentially just recounted the entire keyboard episode. Yeah. Um, We're doing that again for Danny. So yeah. we might have another journey of Danny's keyboard if <laughs> I get shipping messed up. Or well, if I it turns out, I guess, another chapter of my keyboard is even happening because you're it's taking it. upgraded. Yeah, it's Miles and Sam are switching keyboards for, for probably like a week. Yeah, because uh, then like two weeks both of us, both of us are gonna be without keyboard for a hot second. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. I will ship yours back first, and then you could ship me mine because I have multiple keyboards. Oh, that's right. I mean, technically, so do I. So we could. But I'd rather that out. use a real keyboard than true razor. <laughs> No, I have, a, I have a Razer 60. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about that thing. I would never use that. Those for of gaming. you who aren't in person, I can see a keyboard hiding underneath an old shirt. I have like an office keyboard, and it's just like. Hoop. I think that ended the day with us just chatting Milsom West plants for pretty much October. Yeah, and then uh, getting some good sleep, going out, getting some Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue was an experience. Well, it's Danny's first time 
doing that and i think it's pretty i she enjoyed it a lot more than i thought she would actually yeah it was cool i i definitely would not have been able to eat as much as you guys did if you weren't yeah. there if anyone's followed the podcast they know that the last after dark episode was after a uh, coffee after me going to korean barbecue before yeah i love korean barbecue and it's like my danger food because i always eat a ton i'm feeling good now how are you feeling the soju's worn off i could yeah. i could finish the bottle honestly yeah, yeah do you want to you want to finish it after this podcast? After, after the cool. podcast afterwards but uh i i'm not gonna lie there was a, there was a moment when we were walking out i don't know what kind of a hands on i did to danny but i think she just like <laughs> cracked up laughing because i feel like i was like on a 10 second delay my eyes must have been like wild. we had we had three no we had two and, and, and a half, half bottles, bottles of 15 percent soju between the two of us yeah. sam had probably like three shots because he was driving like and he needed to or seven rein shots. it in we did quite a bit yeah. uh, it was good it was really good it did not taste like alcohol I, think we, I hadn't eaten anything else earlier in the day so that hit a little harder than i thought it would normally i go to korean barbecue after like i've had breakfast <laughs> at so least i have some like energy or food in me but this was at like 11 one o'clock right it was like 12 when we 12 sat down. To one, yeah. I haven't been drunk at one o'clock and I still don't, th- I don't think we were drunk. I think we were like, no. like we were tipsy. We were tipsy. Yeah. Soju hits pretty hard, pretty fast. It hit. It's really good. It hit nothing and then it hit all of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's like zero we got to the 60. last order of spicy food. That food was, I'm a white boy and I got hit with the spice pretty hard. Um, and then the soju hit me at the same time. So I got the double whammy of spice, food coma, and tipsy i was going through and then we were waiting in line for danny to get a um uh boba tea yeah freezing because the wind picked up it it did get pretty cold i was i was transcending on that bench we were sitting on that bench and i was i was like going through some stuff but you guys went to the the 511 store to talk about your event that you're going to be doing in october yeah checking out nice you need a new backpack too i do need a new backpack i have like a organized backpack but you want one. But I want a backpack that I can use for more than just carrying a laptop around. Um, and it, we're going to a, ideally, this is dream if it's on the right weekend. If it's on the right weekend, I'll be so sad. But we're, we're going to be going to an event in California. Um, It's going to require like 40 hours worth of packing into like a backpack. So I need something that I can take then. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. But what's it called? Milsom West? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Milsom West. I don't know the specifics. I still think we should try and ask them to let us open a coffee shop. That would be so much fun. Well, we won't be able to for that one. Yeah, but for like a future one being for like, hey, we have a coffee podcast. Can we just like set up a coffee shop as like some civilians? Yeah. That'd be cool. Dress up as like some like insurgent and then just have our have a blast just not caring about anything other than having fun. I think they'd let us do it. They would definitely let us do it. They need people who are willing to not go hardcore gamer on that. Honestly. Uh, crack over an hour. Yeah, pretty good episode. Yeah, story time. Just uh, it was really nice having Miles story out, time. and we get to have this in person. That's why the audio this, quality might sound a little yeah, off. The first in person entire episode of Coffee Bites. We have the entire cast in a single room right now. Which first the last time. time the entire cast was in a room together was our graduation. So that was the last room we were all. That's in. true. Because the wedding was all outside. Are we te- yeah. Yeah. Okay. The wedding was outside, Sam. There was no technology there. There was technology. There was Aaron's FaceTime. There's lots of technology. Aaron's FaceTime is right. And Nick Spanos. We didn't have the cat. We called, we called, we called Nick Spanos. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't have the cat. Have it the wasn't, cat. So we've never all been in the same room together. Because Wonton has made appearances on many Coffee Bite episodes. Wonton's being a little devil today. Wonton is being a total menace. He was described as an entity before I met him for the first time, and I, I really associate with that. He is an entity. Do you want to say anything? Wow. <laughs>